You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, I'm the most king, yo. It's about a thing, Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard. You're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I have Brittany Luce here, professional podcaster. Hi. Do you, like, introduce yourself as a podcaster to people? You know what? I never... I never, I just, people just are always like, like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I host a podcast okay. for my job. People are like, oh, I have a podcast too. And I'm and like. You're like, no, but I'm like a real, <laughs> no shade, but like I actually do this. It's no, I like never say that, but I am, yeah. I am like, no, they're like, is that your real job? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is the only job that I have. Yeah. Seriously. So and then they're like, it. oh, do you have a, do you have a benefactor? And I'm like, no. A benefactor? <laughs> just pays my bills. Yes. Yeah, so Gimlet, I guess, is your benefactor. Yeah, I guess your, your if you call it benefactor, I was going to say, I'm like, if you yeah, call it benefactor, I still show up every day against yes. my will. And the knot is amazing. Bergdorf, Thank Chitlins, you. Chitlins at Bergdorf's maybe one of my favorite podcast episodes Thank of you. 2017 period. Thank you so much. That was like a, that was like, that was like a dream come true. It was yes. like, I talked to like Robin Gavon. I know. And. Stephen Burroughs. And Stephen Burroughs, who I was like, I never imagined I'd talk to Stephen Burroughs. I know. And I talked to Beth Ann Hardison. Ugh, I love it was Beth just Ann. like. Yeah. It was a dream. And also it was like this thing that like I knew that I cared about and like yes. I was interested in my showed, whole life. Yeah, showed, yeah. And then like no I was like no one's gonna care. There's no way anyone's no, gonna care about fashion. And I'm sure this. the response to that episode was amazing. Yeah, there's been so many different kinds of people who don't even yeah. care about fashion have just been like, yes. I love this episode. Yes. I had no idea. Yes. And I love that you guys focused on this like period in the seventies where there was this huge black influence on the fashion world because a lot of people like forget that history. And like I only know about it because I used to you know, I collect vintage magazines and I know that mm-hmm. the 70s was this like huge moment for black models and for black designers but like for you to bring that into the current day I feel like it was probably new information for a lot of people it was new information for a lot of people and it was it was exciting to see other people respond so with so much surprise and delight about Mm -hmm. learning something like that a lot of times um a lot of times when people think about things that concern black people, mm-hmm. cause like I host a show, it's called The Nod. It's and amazing. Yeah, it's, I, I agree, yes. I'm biased. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my best friend Eric and I, we host a show called The Nod, and it's about black culture. And a lot of things that people think of when they think about black culture have to do specifically with black men or black mm. masculine people. And um, there are contributions in you know things like fashion or beauty. Yeah. Uh, or style that you know a lot of times tend to center around women, femmes, yeah, um, or gay men, mm-hmm. and that a lot of people don't count as a part of like the black culture canon. Which is crazy. It is crazy because I'm just like well, that's where that's the that's like the well from you know where everything else exactly. springs. So it, it really made me excited that um, that 
people just to see people like embrace it with like maturity and without any weirdness and and just be excited as, as excited about it as I am. Yes, yes. Okay. And the nod is amazing. Everyone should listen to it. And before that, I knew you from For Colored Nerds. Yes. Which was, (laughs) did you just start that like one day with, like on your own? Yeah. My friend Eric, uh, we have been best friends for 12 years. We met in college. And he uh, was like, we should start a podcast. And I was like, why? (laughs) There's no reason for (laughs) that. Like people already have the read. Like we don't need to start a podcast. That's how I was just like, we don't need to do this. Yeah. And then, um, he really like pressed me on it. We kind of tried to make it work, and then we really committed to it in September of 2014. Yeah, and then we kept making for colored nerds up until July of this year, July yeah. 2017. And, I mean, it had a huge following. Like, thank you. Huge, right? <laughs> no. I mean, it was a. It I, was more than it was like it was like a. It, it was I. I don't know how to quantify huge right. because it's like you know there are some shows that have millions of listeners, but okay. we had like a dedicated. We had like thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Right. Who were like dedicated to downloading right, right, and like right, listening, which right, is so right, massive to right. me. I mean, here's the thing: I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, I want to start a podcast." It's like just start. Like you have to start somewhere. Yes. You would have never thought that when you started in 2014, you'd be where you are now. But you have to take the no. first step. And I have people, and they're like, "Oh, like I, I want to start, but I don't know how." And I'm like, "I have GarageBand and two mics. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. enough to start, though." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you also offered me some wine. Yes, and some wine. Yeah, which is helpful. That's a good. That's helpful. helpful. Always, always. But you're like out here and going to these very fabulous events. I know you were at Black Girls Rock. That was so funny. That was funny. That was cool. But and it was so, so weird. you have to like get dressed up. I'm sure people like notice you from time to time. I would imagine. I, sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. I guess. <laughs> and I'm sure like as your career continues, you'll continue going to more and more events. So like, have you started to think about kind of like your look and like oh what you God. want to communicate with your look? This is like the. This is my. This is the biggest. This is like. How do I put it? So, like, I used to really enjoy getting dressed, doing my hair, mm-hmm. doing my makeup. That used to be, I mean, for pretty much most of my life. Yes. Um, kind of, like, less so when I was in my awkward teen years, or else I had my own definition way, of what was sorry, fly. not awkward teen years. No, that was one photo. Because I saw your cheerleading photo on okay. Instagram. I was like, okay, Brittany, this cheerleading. I used to, <laughs> first it was a pom-pom, to correct okay, you, okay. I'm a Midwesterner. No, literally, that sport doesn't exist anywhere else. <laughs> it's very noble for you. Yeah, P-O-M, P-O-N. I've it's, never heard You of have to Google it. It's, so, it's like a cross between, like, drill team, cheerleading, and, like, dance team. Is it, like, a black girl thing? No. Oh, Mm-mm. okay, white girl thing. Super white girl thing. I think okay. they only happen in like Michigan, Ohio, okay. and Arizona. Okay. The only places like, I've seen yeah, it. No, it is not. I if I had to join a step team, the step team would suffer. Um, I have rhythm, but like I don't know if I have the whole. Yes, and also you went to Howard. I, yes. I did a semester at Spelman, and like I thought I had rhythm, and then like you go to like an HBCU, and yeah. you understand that there are like levels. There are levels. I have yeah. rhythm. Like I, I know how to. Like my father was really big on testing me. And my like he used to test us. Like he'd put on music, no he'd clap on me. Yeah, from we were like one and a half, That's he was amazing. you have to clap on me. So rhythm is not an issue. Is he a I think the dancing. I, he was okay. That's a exactly. lot of um, he like worked. I mean, his by career he worked at IBM for thirty seven. 30, about 36 and a half oh, wow. years. Um, so but and like creative. I guess so. Well, the creative thing he kind of like put on pause when he was a, like maybe a teenager. Okay. But when he started college, he was just like, I want to make money. So I'm going to study business. I want to become real. a businessman. But your question was about like the look. It's, it's like I used to really be into that whole thing. I was like super into like hair, makeup, fashion. Mm-hmm. Well, hair, I was like not that talented at. Mm-hmm. But makeup, fashion, that whole thing. But then like starting to work like I worked for the government I worked in a lot of corporate environments you sort of lose 
you go through this, like, I went through this, like, identity crisis where I was like, okay, so I used to go to the club five days a week when I was, like, 22, 23, yeah, yeah. and I was wearing, like, a leather mini skirt and, like, thigh-high boots <laughs> yes. and, like, a sheer blouse and a lace yes, bra yes. The and, best. like, a face full yeah. makeup, but, like, it was, like, Wednesday, and it was, like, August, <laughs> like, all this pleather in August, and, like, that was what I did, and I was like, yeah, I feel great, I feel comfortable in this, this is yeah. fine, this is who I am. But then I started going to work and I was like, okay, I had to like dress a lot more conservatively Mm -hmm. and like figuring out like you spend all, you know, you only have so much money when you start your career. So it's like you want to make sure that you have appropriate clothes for work. Mm -hmm. And then on the weekend I was like, well, who am I? What do I wear? What's going on in my life? And then a whole bunch of just like crazy life stuff and then like bad relationships and like like losing. I like probably, I I didn't get fired. I I did get fired from one job, but like. I changed jobs like every, I changed jobs or, and, or moved every year for like six years. Wow. So it was just like, never really had the luxury. I never really had the luxury in my early adult life to be like thinking about like, how do I want to look? Like, where Mm -hmm. am I going to? So now it's like, I'm at a point where I actually can like afford it. I can like, I have a slightly more time now that we've ended for color nerds. I have slightly more time to think about it, but like now also it's becoming like more of a professional imperative that I figure this shit out. Right, yeah. And it is like, I don't have the, t- I'd like, I have more time than I did before, but I don't have like the time. The time. Yeah, right. and so it's like, something that I kind of think about, like we were gonna, we like, uh, Eric and I, my co-host and I, we walked the red carpet at Black Girls Rock. Yeah, I which saw was the pictures, like, you looked fabulous. Thank you, did it you was really hair fun. And makeup and, like, I, d- I didn't, dress. I got my, my hair, I got my hair, well, the hair was interesting. I love my hairstyles, but she did my hair and then she was kind of like, she, it, my hair, it's complicated, but she like gave me an updo and then she's like, you can take the back part kind of out. And I was like, I will. And then, and then I was just like, my hair, like then there was like, so many bobby pins in it that I was mm. like, girl, yeah. like I'm sorry, I like I've ruined this. this. I'm so sorry. I have ruined whatever you did. Yeah. So I kind of like, kind of I styled my own hair, did the best that I could to not embarrass her. Makeup I did myself, and um, the dress I picked out myself. That was so. But it was like we had two days. They told us two days in advance that we oh, thought wow. we were going to be working. Right. We thought we were like. Whatever that means in a podcast, being on a red carpet, we thought we were going to be working. We're like, okay, this is like a random opportunity, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we'll work the red carpet. We'll like talk to people yeah. and try to make stuff happen. And instead, they were like two days beforehand. They were like, yeah, they realized that we had no clue that we would be on it. Oh wow! And so then they tell us, and we like completely freak out. Like yeah. I had <laughs> seven nervous breakdowns in the forty-eight like, hours oh preceding it. Oh my! God, I had a nervous breakdown like sixty minutes I before know. whatever photo of me was taken was taken, and um, so it was a it was an awesome experience. It was so yeah. much fun. I learned a ton. Like it, there's so much effort. I have so much. I have so much more respect for. I already had a lot of respect for people like stylists and makeup oh artists my God. and they're, glam squads and all artists. that. They're artists. They are they, truly artists. They are. They are. They are. And I also have so much respect for when you see these women and men who have to pose on the red carpet and you have a thousand people calling your name. It's so terrible. And you have to smile and you have to know all of your angles and yeah. you have to be gracious to everyone and it doesn't matter if your feet hurt. Like, it's not no. easy. My feet hurt. Like, the next day, yeah. I, I remember talking to Eric. It wasn't like we stayed out super late. I think we were both home probably at midnight. The next day... I hadn't been, I thought I was getting the flu. Like my, I had that much fatigue. <laughs> I know. Because you're so, you're, it's like you're like it's a deer so in the headlights. Energy. I'm thinking about it more and more, like I'm trying to be more intentional about like picking out outfits in advance, making mm-hmm. sure that like I go get my hair cut more, I'll rather mm-hmm. my color, I haven't had my color done in five months, Your but that's not my fault. Amazing. I love my stylist. Yes. But she was outside of a salon. She was traveling and doing other people, like rappers and stuff like that. She was too busy for me, but I'm going <laughs> to see her at the end of this month. But, um, 
Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's like it's a whole other thing to think about. And coming from a a career where no one sees you, yes, to go from like. You were like I can wear. So many people come to work, and like we have a, a very cute. We have a very cute office. Mm-hmm. We have lots of cute people. But if I wanted to, I could wear athleisure every single yeah. day. That's it's like fantasy. startup Brooklyn. Like, yeah, yeah it's like young they can't and see casual. You. They can't see you. So right. like the whole thing of like now recently, I had to take headshots. I'm like my headshots fine, but I'm like yeah. oh I wish I would have like tested a bunch of different outfits. I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. I don't know why I got this idea from. I know. But like being ready for that sort. Of, I'm trying yes. to be in the mindset of stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. Yeah. I was literally just going to say that exact quote because it's so true. Like, if you keep everything, like, how it needs to be, then it's not this, like, huge rush when you have to, like, get ready for something. Um, So you and your boyfriend are so cute together. Thank you. And I saw all your pictures (laughs) together at the event, and you guys are adorable. And I feel like there are two types of partners. There are, like, the partners that have no opinion and are, like, you always look beautiful. And then there are the partners that have, like, a lot of opinions. Like, oh, I like when you wear your hair like this. I like when you wear these type of things. Which one would you say he is? (laughs) Like, does he does he give you feedback on your look? Like, um, he... he is a combination of both. Okay. So, like, anytime I do anything different, yeah. Like, if I get a nail color, yeah. or if I get oh like, my God. he notices. Yeah, if I get like a nail color, or like so if I do romantic. something with my hair, he's always just like, "Oh my God, this is amazing!" Because oh it's like novel, so he's just like, "Oh my God, this is so exciting." But that's like really romantic, by the way. You yeah, he's that. a really, he's a great guy. He's the best. He's the best. He's the most best. men don't notice shit. Oh my God, he notices everything. But the so other thing is, nail, that, if you get like a different nail color, he'll be like, "Wow, I love that color in your yeah, nails." Yeah. Unsolicited. Yeah. But the other thing is, though, too, is that like he only he he has opinions. But if he thinks that, like, I am, like, really about to go left, <laughs> be like, I, like, I don't know why you want to wear that shirt. Like, just, I don't know why you, why you want to wear that shirt. He's like, that shirt is country as hell. Or, like, if he thinks that something, he always, oh, country is his favorite. That's his favorite. Where is he from? He's from Puerto Rico. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I use country, too. But he's always, he thinks country, country is, like. His, the thing is, he's also he's like a city boy. He's like yeah. from San Juan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to him, like the like like everybody is country because I mean, I've been to, San Juan is a real city. city. Yeah, and I'm from. He's been to like my hometown, Farmington Hills, Michigan, which is like the definition of a suburb. <laughs> and so. I'm always just like, look, just admit it. Like you think I'm a country. Just be <laughs> honest with me. You don't have to be yeah. keeping it to yourself. But yeah, if I, he thinks I'm going to look super dusty or really country, then so he'll, he'll be like, you. stop. Or he'll be like, you know what? We're going some. Can you please put on something else? Because we're yeah. going someplace. Can you put on some yeah. earrings or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for the most part, he thinks that everything I do is great. He thinks yeah. I am a delightful, That's hilarious, genius, beautiful, amazing person. And is there anything that you know that he really likes that you do like for him? Like for me, it's like wearing high heels like if I never had to wear heels again I would be that would be <laughs> okay with me but my husband had he's like oh look those heels it's amazing and like your legs look so great and I understand where he's coming from like I can visually understand the appeal yeah. of high heels so I, I'll wear them to appease him at times but like I can't I'm trying to think is there anything that I will like do, do. for him oh two things color he complains a lot that I wear too much black. Okay, so he likes when you're like in. Yeah, yeah if I wear such color, a skin tone. Thank you, should you. Wear, you. Should wear color. Yeah, so if I wear, co- I try to remember. If ever I buy something that's colorful, I'm like, oh, I remember that he likes that. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> he does not like for my hair to ever be straightened. Oh. He's like, a couple times I've had it done, and he's like, oh, it looks good, <laughs> like it looks cute, <laughs> but like it doesn't make him feel like excited. I, I don't know. think. I think he thinks he'll see it, and if it looks good, he's like, oh, that looks good. That looks mm-hmm. good. That's but exactly like the same with Umu, yeah. yeah, but if I get if I get my hair like because every time I get my hair cut, I get it straightened. So, you know, she yeah. can see it. It's yeah, all exactly. lined up. But 
whenever my hair is like out and curly, he always likes it. And sometimes if I put it up, then he's like, oh, so cute. So (laughs) cute. Um, But that's pretty much it. I would definitely say, though, definitely, definitely, definitely. um, Oh, yeah. And he wishes that I would wear shorts, which I'm like, I'm not putting myself (laughs) through that. He always, if he, if I could walk around with my legs exposed every single day, yeah, yeah, he would be like, "This is great, this is great," <laughs> but that's like not, that's like not practical. No, it's not practical. That's adorable. How though. would I get anywhere? That's adorable. Yeah, no, he, he, he's a nice guy. He's great. We need to talk about your hair because your hair is amazing. Thank you. Wow, and this I know is you- great. I love this. You came here, you gave me wine, you gave me compliments. It's great. Exactly, exactly. But you do have beautiful hair. I know you have a very super close relationship with your hairstylist, but take me. Through your hair journey from the beginning, like, have you always been natural? When did you first do color? Mm, okay, so I've always been natural. Um, my older sister had a perm, and my mom saw that perms. Like, we every every freshman in my in our high school that we all attended um, had to take a swim class. And so my in my family, I was like, you go to high school, you get perms. My sister got a perm, mm-hmm. and then she took her freshman year swim class. And it was like, you know, before she had had braids or cornrows or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so whatever, it never she never thought about it. But then her hair started breaking up. Yeah. So then she eventually had the traditional go natural thing when yeah. she was like 18. Yeah. But as a result, I never had perm. My mom oh my was God. like, oh, no, 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 no perms. So yeah, I never had a perm. But I used to get my hair, my auntie would do my hair or whoever. Like would, hot yeah, and- hot comb and. The you whole have to thing. Hold your ear. Yes, exactly. And then I still got burned my forehead anyway because yeah, I have a big ass forehead. Um, and so yeah, I did that. And then when I was like 13, 14, I had the same freshman swim class, and I was just like, yeah, I just want to see where my hair like like I I was I remember feeling like I'm wetting my hair like any yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. The big thing when you're a little black girl is like, oh my god, I don't want your hair don't without uh, hair unless you are under mother's supervision you cannot <laughs> weigh your hair yeah and so I'm like okay I'm doing this all the time every day I'm like why can't I just find out what it looks like so right. I started wearing my hair curly but pulled back I was using the scariest of products Lots um, of gel. so it was like Dax actually I was using Dax <laughs> bergamot That's pomade oh my god with those like old school like little afro like, people on no, the yeah no. it was such a mess so I was using Dax Murray's um, and it, and like, that does work. No, Murray's like, for edges. edges. And it does work. It does. Yeah. I actually still to this day love the smell of Dax. So I used to use that and like shampoo, no conditioner. It's so scary. No so scary. Maybe conditioner, but like it was just all, it was yeah. so scary. Yeah. You weren't and so, for your curls. No, because yeah. was, that wasn't like a thing. This enough. is like 2001, 2002. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started wearing my hair out maybe when I was like a sophomore, junior, senior. And then... In high school, and then right before I started college, I went to visit my older sister uh, who lived in Harlem at the time. I'm okay. from Michigan. She lived in Harlem at the time for 10 days before I started college. So I went, I got my hair cut at this place called, I can't remember, but it was this salon that doesn't exist anymore that was on Lenox Avenue around 127th Street like or something. Cold is there now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, yeah I, used, I got my hair cut by this guy. He cut off all my dead ends. I have like a bob basically, but... <laughs> Um, when my hair, my hair grew like weeds right, cause after it was that. Healthy. Yeah, because it was healthy, it, yeah. and I was able to like retain length. Mm-hmm. And so then he he like got me on, like using um, Aveda, this product that I don't even know if it, I think it's been reformulated called Be Curly. Mm-hmm. That yeah, saved I me. I used to use Aveda Be Curly, and I start. I remember starting to co wash around 
seven, 16, 17. So that was when I, like, he's the first person that got me in a regimen. He, yeah. through my sister, um, between the two of them, like, like I started thinking about, oh, my hair needs moisture and like, oh, all of these yeah. things. Yeah. So it was either like, I was either doing like regular curly style and then also I moved to DC and at like 17, 18, went to Howard and started going to the Dominican salon. Okay, can we talk about this for a second? Because I love Dominican salons. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Go, going to Spelman in Atlanta of all places, I was not prepared for the scrutiny around my hair. Like, I just wasn't. Really? Because, I mean, in the so You're the from South, New York, though, right? Yeah. But it's a different level in the South. The South, all black school, all girls school. Mm. So mm. it would be like, mm. it'd be like, so are you going to do something with your hair, Brooke? And I'm Wait, like, what oh. were you doing it with your hair at that point? Well, so I was in Atlanta, so of course I had to tap into like the weave and whatever oh, so culture. Jealous. I mean, it's amazing there. So you're like, but you just, I was, the amount of money I was spending getting my hair and nails done was really shameful for a college student. <sighs> yeah. But it was like, it was so important because you always had to look on point because everyone else it's looked on HBCU. point. very HBCU. Very yeah. HBCU. And I'm coming from Stanford where everyone was in sweatpants because I was at Stanford for a year and a half before I did the semester at Spelman. Mm-hmm. Everyone was in sweatpants and flip-flops and I got to Spelman and I was like... I am not prepared. That's how my high school is. My high school is fashion show. Very much like sweatpants, like hardtail yoga pants, rollover (laughs) hardtail, everything. The solo pants. Oh my god! All of those things. And so that's what I was used to. That. And like Birkenstock clogs. Yeah. And like we had this brand called Moose Jaw that was very popular in the Moose, Midwest. Don't, not. <laughs> yeah, it was like, so it was like Moose Jaw hoodie, Birkenstock clogs, your hardtail, and like, you know, hardtail yoga pants yeah. rollover and like all these different colors. And that was like the yeah. uniform. Yeah. No, that's not going to fly at Howard. No, not any type of HBCU. <laughs> so it was like, I had, I definitely, I don't even know if I ever got clothing right to my fellow classmates when I was in college yeah. I did figure out what to wear to the club very okay. early yeah. so I was like the queen of dressing for the club Amazing. I could get like I could even to this day if I travel anywhere yeah you're I always have a club I have a club yeah. I, went, I went to Stockholm for work yeah. uh, I don't know, almost a year ago and I remember like I traveled with one of my bosses and uh, I was like in bed watching Black Mirror I was like it was like nighttime I'm like yeah. in this great like hotel on the outskirts of Stockholm and I uh, I, lo- I saw a friend of mine from Howard on yeah. Instagram at the club in Stockholm <laughs> popping bottles amazing yeah cause she was like she was uh, there for work she does like PR for Absolute and so I was like hey what's up <laughs> she was like uh, I was like I can meet you at the club in 30 minutes she's like great come through put on my club dress what went is to the, the club what is the key to dressing for the club I would say this is the thing. I think that when you're when traveling, especially, and also too, like I'm a like now I'm a citified person. Mm-hmm. If you're in LA or you know Miami and you want to go to the club, put on the seven inch heels, go yeah. for it. Yeah. But if you are in a city like where you need to be walking around and stuff yeah. like that, and also at the club, you're likely going to be standing for long periods dance. of time. You want to yeah, dance, you wanna right? You don't want to be uncomfortable. I would say that's the point where you find like a heel that looks. I think that's when you find the heel that looks cool. Yeah, the chunky, the chunky heel, right. the block heel. Yeah, I think that like a dinner or something like that, a place, something where you're going to be sitting for a long time, dinner, opera, theater, yeah. go for the high heel okay. because you're going to be sitting for so long. Exactly. But if you're going to go to the club, I have made this mistake. We all have made, made this Everyone's mistake. Were you wearing like the too tight, too tall, yeah. like yeah. painful ass shoes yeah. and it doesn't yeah. help. Exactly. So like I'm a big fan of like the... Like you get the really great ankle boot or you find a really beautiful color or a fun mm-hmm. print mm-hmm. or an interesting material. And then like you in like the one to three inch range, mm-hmm. you get like a chunkier heel. Yeah. And then like you wear something that's tight and dark because like Ooh, okay. if you get drinks spilled on you, you don't want to have too precious of a fabric, especially if you're traveling. You don't want to have too precious of a, nothing that needs to be ironed. Smart. And then... Um, 
depending on the weather, I always am like a big fan. I, I like a larger jacket or some sort of kimono yeah. type thing over it. Ooh, nice. Because yeah. then it's like if you're cold, exactly. you can have it. Exactly. And if it's summer, then you don't need it. Yeah. But like if you're cold, then you can have I'm always, it. Even in summer, I always get cold at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm, I'm older. I see these like young girls walking around the meat packing oh, with, like, with their arms and, like, no. and I'm like, are you cold? And I'm like, exactly. maybe I'm old. I'm cold looking no. at you. And then an earring. I always feel like at the club, people mm. can't see. Everyone's standing around you. They cannot see your shoes. They yeah. may not be able to see okay, your so outfit like a statement but yeah if you have the hair if you have a big a big eye i always do a big oh, club nice. club black eye. like winged black ass eye so i'm like so so 2008 <laughs> for that but i love a winged liner, i love dressing yeah. for the club yeah you are very close with your stylist currently yes and yes. she's colored your hair yes. Yes. you yes. are the first person i see a lot of black girls with natural hair that have blonde but their hair never really looks healthy i'd say you have like a honey blonde yeah it's blonde right? yeah it is blonde yeah, yeah it it's is. like a honey it's a beauty it's not like a harsh blonde Thank it's not you. like a blonde that contrasts with your skin tone it's not like a she's a genius it's just like this beautiful beautiful hair color like looking at you you can tell you didn't like buy like a shea moisture at home like you this clearly is a professional dye job that you have <laughs> so when i met you i was like oh my gosh like your hair dye is amazing and you told me how you're so close with your stylist I love her. did she was she the one to introduce color into your life so i had a one false start with color my best friend god bless her her name is iman she went to howard with me okay. i love her yeah. um we they were giving out free hair dye on the yard which is like our quad sort of area at Howard and she we like didn't want to go to class that day so she was like you want me to dye your hair I was like yeah I've never done that before so she dyed it and then it was right before my this is around the time so she dyes my hair did you have to bleach it first I don't even remember it yeah. was like I have no clue what happens in, like in the drugstore stuff I barely, this is like 10 years ago yeah. so she dyes my hair around this time either shortly before or after I think it was after my sister my younger sister has the most she and my mother both have this beautiful thick curly hair okay my hair is not thick I have very fine 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 hair very like that's full. like literally my stylist is a genius she cuts it that way okay. but my hair is straight it's like oof, I look like oof, it's just not it's not thick at all <laughs> so my mother and my sister both have this really thick hair that can withstand a lot of heat yeah my younger sister she's like really good at straining her own hair always mm-hmm. looks professionally blown out it's mm-hmm. amazing so I was like she was like a maybe a June no a sophomore at Howard Oh, no, no, no. I was, she was a freshman at Howard. I was a junior. I was like, I didn't want to pay to get my hair done because mm-hmm. I didn't have the $35 to go to the Dominican salon because I was in college. Also, so I feel like the Dominican salons used way too much heat. Yeah, they definitely, definitely yeah. do. There's some that you can go to, but you have to like seek them out. And you also have to like borderline be obnoxious and be like, please, can you please do not go above this temperature. Sorry, it's too like you just have to not. I think that like more women need to understand like don't worry about being considered a bitch because no, it's your hair heat damage. That's over. It's oh, I'm it's done. I've, I had to I've had to cut out like huge sections of yep. my hair, like get a huge haircut because I've had heat damage, and yeah. I'm like. So what if you think I'm a bitch and I'm crazy and, but it's my hair, it's my hair. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah. So my sister did my hair. She burnt off like some part, major part in the front or in the, it was so messed up. So like I ended up having to go to see a professional, get a bob. (laughs) <laughs> when I was like, this is a theme. I was like 19, I had to get a bob right before my 20th birthday. And the bob was amazing. Like, he killed it. Yeah. He he also was like, wait, he's like, you told me your hair wasn't even. He was like, and he starts looking through and seeing all this uneven ass <laughs> color that my friend did. So he's like, you just told me that your hair was not even like. So he was like, the color is messed up. And he was like, he looked around the salon, he starts slapping his thigh, and he was like, when will people learn? <laughs> Friends don't. No. So then I was like, okay, thank you, Demetrius. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) And so from then on, I was just like, you know what? My hair broke off so bad in the time after that. And like, I went through a weird. It's dangerous. I think it's hard. 
people don't realize they're like, oh, I want to change. And they nope. just like get something at no. home and they do it. Like, I just don't, don't do color yourself. Go no. do your research, find something no. good. Yeah. Unless you have like that super strong, like nothing can happen to no, do no wrong hair. Like which very few people have. Right. And like, and if you really love a punk rock look, which not a lot of people, like that's not their main, that's not, they're not even allowed to have that at work. Most people yeah. like, unless that's your aesthetic and that's your hair type, then go for it at home. Yeah. But most people you need to see a professional. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, um, I didn't have color for a long time after that. I just wanted to get my hair to a healthy place because, mm-hmm. like, I was going through all sorts of weird haircuts and, like, not mm-hmm. seeing the right people and yeah. having heat damage and using bad products. Mm-hmm. So I met my stylist that I work with now. Her name is um, Alicia Illy Luciano. Okay, she works here. at Salon Ruggieri um, now on Fifth Avenue. Okay, you're putting that um, out there. You're not like no, because I want her. her my thing is, I want her to get booked up. Okay, That's, I'm uh, I'm gonna put her in the show notes. Yes, everyone, okay? no, put her in the show notes. Yeah. I want her to get booked up. She's the best. Yeah, she, and, and I, also she's she's like yeah. also works with people who are actually famous and not. Yeah. Me. Well, you sh- you showed some of her salon on Instagram stories, I believe. Mm, and it was, like, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Like, okay. She's yeah. the best. She's like walking distance. You yeah. should. Yeah. Okay. She's the best. Uh, so yeah, she. Um, I found her on YouTube. Oh wow! Yeah, I was watching like a Hey Friend Hey video, and I noticed Cute. that she had really good layers cut in. And yeah. she was like, "Oh yeah, this woman did it. She did a great job, and she didn't cost a lot of money." And I was broke. I was like twenty four. I was like, "All right, I'll see this woman." Yeah. So I found her um, website. I booked her. I, she was at at that point like a Dominican salon out in Bay Ridge. Oh wow! And then she traveled. I traveled. I was living in Harlem at the time, yeah. so I traveled. Yeah. And then I couldn't afford to see her all the time because it was like I was always losing my job. I was always going yeah. through some sort of personal yeah. drama and like not knowing how to budget for yeah. a haircut yeah. and understanding the importance. Yeah. So I used to only see her once a year. Two years ago, I started seeing her every three months, and it was like my hair started yeah. growing, and then like the curl pattern really started to come through. My heat damage was gone, and so maybe about a year ago, I was like, I really want maybe nine months ago I was like I really no uh, yeah about a year and a half ago I was like I really want to try some color so she gave me a little rinse and she started because I told her about my mm-hmm. previous mm-hmm. actually she does my friend Iman's hair too okay now Iman has like maybe hair that's about as dark as yours yeah. she's platinum blonde now whoa because like Illy did it yeah and her hair's healthy because Illy did it okay. so she um so she already had started her blonde journey <laughs> and so like her my blonde. stylist she was just like Illy was like come on girl like yeah. it's time you've been talking about color for years yeah. like let's do it yeah. so she was giving me little bits like I was getting, starting to get a little brown like light brown yeah I saw her uh maybe six months ago yeah. five months ago and I was just like yeah I want more of the same yeah. And she was like, yeah, okay, whatever, girl. I came out of that salon blonde as hell. <laughs> I, I, like, literally, like, my boyfriend couldn't believe it. My yeah. family couldn't believe it. I went home to visit my parents that weekend. And they were just like, oh, everyone loved it. Yeah. And now, it since, amazing. Thank you. And, and it this feels is, like so, like, I've only known you with hair like this. So it feels like I can't oh, imagine yeah. you with darker hair. Yeah. No, see, I'm starting to, like, miss darker hair because it really? was like, it yeah. Suits, it suits you so well, though. Dark hair, I think, gives, like, succubus vibes. And I miss that whole like autumnal because I'm like a Scorpio, so like I miss all that autumnal like I'm gonna know, steal your like, soul. Here's thing. the thing: I feel like your hair with like a dark lip and like wearing dark colors is very seductive because I feel like wearing all black. Okay, it's nice, but when you are all, wearing all black with blonde, I think it's like gorgeous. It is with a with a dark lip. With a it's dark so lip, powerful. It's so it's such a like power bitch. And I never really thought about dark yeah. lips before. Now it's like I love it. It's so yeah. powerful. So I'm like yeah. so, I like yeah. I love what she's done with yeah. my hair. I am thinking actually about doing more of like an ombre and okay. like I'm seeing her at the end of the month to do my color. So I'm like. That's good. We're gonna see what happens. She's the best, though. She's the best. If you need color and you're in New York, she can do anything. All types Amazing. of hair. She's genius. Amazing. Okay. Well, I feel like I have a very love hate relationship with hairstylists. Just mm. the waiting. What do you think are the keys that people should look for to know if they have a good hairstylist or if they should look like? How do you know that you have a good stylist? Um, I feel like she gets 
she I feel like we communicate very well. Okay. So she's and honest. She's honest. And yeah. she's like a, she's also just like a really kind person. Like she does my she doesn't just do my hair. She does my hair. Mm-hmm. My like m- m- few of my friends mm-hmm. hair, a couple of my coworkers oh, wow. and ex-coworkers. Yeah. She does my mother. My mother was in Michigan. My mother comes a couple of times just a year to get her hair cut. I mean, yeah. that's black women in our hair. Like you have a very special relationship with your hairstylist when they mm-hmm. move away. It's like this devastating. Like, oh my god! Don't even. Do, it's like, please consult me before you make any big life decisions. Oh right? yeah, I mean, yeah. we already we we every time I see her, she's always like, oh, I, I want to say like I made I like had my hair had grown a lot in like a really short period, like earlier this spring. Yeah, and she was like, ooh, she's like, we're approaching wedding up through hair, and like every <laughs> time I see her, she's always like, okay, so for your wedding, which like nobody has proposed to me, I have no wedding coming up that I know of. She's like, Planning ahead. And she's like already planning ahead. But um, I would say kindness is a big thing. Communication, feeling like the person is also like not going to take things personally if you don't want to do mm-hmm. what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then also like gut, like do I feel like I can trust this person? Yes. Like I, yeah, like I remember realizing halfway through the coloring process when like the last time I got color a few yeah. months ago um, that I was like, mm, this is definitely going to be blonder than I anticipated. And she's like, no, it's going to be fine. Just trust me. Yeah. And, you trust and she her. was 100% right. Yeah. She's a, and like now it's like, I literally, people all the time are like, who colored your, the only, the only type of like hair color that I see, hair color as natural as mine and the other people that I know, like literally animals and babies, (laughs) like small children. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Kindergartners and puppies yes. have yes. the highlights that I have, and yeah. she—it's all her. And she like, does highlights and lowlights, everything. And like if you have gray, like my older sister and I, we were both like starting to gray, and she does the whole. My mother has like, and but my mother has perfect gray, and she mm, will not even that. touch my mother's hair color. That is my dream, like. Because here's the thing. Some people go gray in a way that's very glamorous and chic and they're all white and gray and it's like amazing. And mm-hmm. then most people go gray and then they have patches. Like I really hope that I go like all gray at once. You look great gray. I feel like it's like so chic. Let's talk about your skin. Oh my God. This is such a bad week for no. that. I moved. And I'm just, What's wrong with your skin? I it's feel perfect. like it's covered in dust. I have been not, I have not. You have perfect skin. My skin. Thank you so much. You're, You're one of those so people nice. that never gets breakouts. No, I I uh, I started to get a pimple the other day. And You're I had, like no. the other day. I get a couple. I, I get no. Pimple. I get a couple a year. I get a couple a year. A couple a year. Do you understand that? Like most women, it's like multiple times within a month you have like a breakout. Seriously. <laughs> yes. So I thought. I see. Now side. I sound so country because I'm like, oh, I thought that like that stopped after. Like no. that stopped for me once I well a couple things. Number one. <laughs> 
I stopped like, drinking and True. only eating like checkers. That's honestly, I think people don't understand how important what you eat and drink is for your skin. Like what you put into your body like shows on your skin. Oh yeah. I remember being like 23 or 24 and having a breakup and like all of a sudden I also like I lost my job. It was a terrible job. So it's very good that I got fired from this job. Like my boss even was like, this is best for Yeah, he was like, I think that you're the smartest person who works here. Please go do something else. (laughs) Like, I have to fire you. I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah, so then I didn't have anything else to focus on because I would get up at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I would like apply for jobs and like go on informational interviews. I was so responsible. And then I would just like exercise and just like eat and drink water and just like... I was like, and then I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm 24, and yeah. you mean I don't have to have dark circles under my eyes? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah I was like blood. shocked by that. Yeah, yeah. so um, I like I, for the most part, um, I don't know. After I was out of puberty, yeah. the whole um, breakout thing wasn't that bad. Probably, well, no, I will say this. Part of the reason why, like, I uh, my adult skincare is like my regimen has gotten better, mm-hmm. even though right now it's so jacked up because I just moved. Take me through your regimen. Huh. Okay. There is the ideal with, scenario. Yeah, let's start with nighttime and then take me through daytime. Okay, so nighttime, hopefully, this is what happens. I have like these white washcloths that I got from Amazon. They're like bamboo, which is processed, okay. but whatever. And so then I use either um, Cetaphil, which... Oh, I love Cetaphil. I love it. A lot of it's, people try to knock it because like there's chemicals in it. I'm like, okay, whatever. I live in New York. I'm breathing in toxins constantly. Exactly. Like, let me live. Exactly. And it's like not expensive, and I just don't. To me, cleanser is something that's on your face so briefly. Exactly. I don't want to spend that much money on it. Exactly, exactly. And you want something that's not going to strip your skin entirely. Exactly. Cetaphil has like that nice pH balance. Exactly. So, yeah, I use Cetaphil. I have a white washcloth. Ideally, I wash my face with that. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, or a lot of people are like, oh, you double cleanse. Um, Double cleansing is like basically where you like use some sort of like uh, micellar water, which is like this oily type of like, like really viscous liquid. Or um, coconut oil, or whatever, or like whatever, t- whatever yeah. type of oil people. So you use. oil cleanse? Maybe, but like I don't really wear makeup that much. Yeah. So like I try not but to. Your skin is good enough to not have to wear makeup. Yeah, I typically yeah. don't. Thank you so much. You're so kind. So yeah, I typically don't do that, and I um, will just wash my face, and then um, you know pat it dry. Or sometimes if I get busy, busy, distracted, look at my yeah. phone. If I look at my phone, then my face dries. <laughs> and then I spray it with like Heritage Store brand rose water spray. Amazing. If I have Jerlique money, then it's Jerlique rose water, okay, but nice. typically it's just Heritage. And then um, underneath my eyes, I'll put some sort of eye cream. Mm-hmm. What I use changes. I'm like not that precious about eye yeah, cream. Yeah, you're not like loyal to certain eye No, I also have this, uh, there's this brand. This is, this is, I have no clue if this is like a very country woman of me, but there's this like a uh, brand called Evan Healy that's like this very nature thing. They sell it at Whole Foods. Okay. They have this stick that looks like a giant lip balm and they call it like an eye balm stick. Ooh. It's totally just like... Sounds kind of something that I would like. Yeah, it's, it's like natural. It's so natural, and yeah. like I put it on my eyes. Uh, sometimes I'll like just do like a little bit of a thing. I'll like pat it around the top mm-hmm. and around the bottom, and I'll like put that in. Um, sometimes it's Clinique Eye Pep. Um, Ooh, I like that it one. can be yeah, yeah, I like that one. I like that one. So it, it can be any number of, yeah. of things. I'm not that precious by stuff. Yeah. And then um, I oh wait no that's daytime yeah so I'll do the thing I'll do the whole yeah. the spritz and then I forgot I do um I do like uh like I do like basically chemical exfoliant so I have the little circular little cotton pads and I use Mario Badescu I can't remember the name but it's like the toner yeah it's like the blue toner Mm -hmm. and then I put it on Mm -hmm. this is not a best case scenario I'm so full of shit because most of the time I'm like (laughs) going home and falling asleep Yeah, yeah it's so bad and um so I do that and then I put some eye stuff on and then I will put on 
either there's this like Estee Lauder thing that I got a sample of that I really liked that I bought a jar of for Is a little it while. Serum, a moisturizer. It was like a night like moisture pack. I don't know. They yeah, all yeah, the terms yeah, yeah. are it's bullshit. All marketing. Yeah, it's well, all made up. Yeah. But it was just basically like a night gel yeah. moistury thing, yeah. kind of chemical exfoliant. Um that was called like it was like Estee Lauder the Edit or something like that. So that or um, Carez's Sleeping Facial Ooh. Wild Rose like night yes. cream thing. That's like a cult beauty favorite. Yeah. It is. I'm sorry. Carez's like Sleeping Facials yeah. are amazing. So amazing. amazing. They amazing. will fix your face. I, especially in the winter. Especially in the winter. Like these night beauty bombs are just basically like thicker moisturizers. Yeah. But when you wake up your skin has like absorbed it all and you're yeah. Yeah you just amazing. look way better and yeah. way less tired. So I will do that and that's what I'll do. And a lot, if it's winter time I'm going to spray rose water in between every layer. Yeah. I, I keep the Evian mist. I don't have like the fancy rose, but I just keep it at my desk and I'm like constantly spritzing. That stuff is great. It's, it's great. great. I think people, a lot of people you should like their add desk. moisture to your back. face. It's like the same way you drink water at your desk. Yes. Like, give your face some water. Air is dry and it's so dubious. Offices, like you don't know what's yeah. in it. Offices are terrible. Yeah. T- yeah. So bad for your skin. I know I sound like one of those crazy people yeah. on the internet who's like, <laughs> oh my God, like don't eat don't eat spinach because like they erodes it way at your teeth or whatever. People are always saying something is crazy, but I actually believe office air is so bad for your face. I agree. So yeah, so that's what I'll do at night. Ideally, a lot of the time I'd say, I told this, I got, I get a facial like once or twice a year from this lady. Her name is Hilary Sklar. Mm -hmm. Um, She is in Williamsburg. A lot of people, a lot of women at Vice go to see her. Um, that's what I found because she's nearby, so whatever. Okay. So every time I do, she's like, oh, yeah, everyone advice comes to see me. She's a really sweet lady. <laughs> Her whole thing is she like doesn't, she's like, facials do a lot to manipulate your skin. So she's like, mm-hmm. you should not be going like all of the time. It should be like, yeah. if you should, like, if you have problem skin or skin that you feel is problem skin, you should be going more mm-hmm. often. But like for the most part, she's like, you, I, she told me not to see her anymore than twice a year. Wow. So I try not to do that. But um, yeah, I told her, she's like, what are you doing at night? So I told her what I was doing at night. And I was like, 30% of the time. <laughs> The rest of the time, I'm like, if I have makeup on my face, I will wash it off, yes. and then I will do that. Oh, my God, yeah. But if I don't have makeup on, yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. I have, like, street dirt, and I'm going to sleep, and I have all this street dirt, and it's but, so bad. But, it's you bad. know, my grandmother looks extremely young for her age, and I asked her, like, why she thinks it is, and she thinks it's because she's like, I never wear makeup every day. Like, she's like, I wear makeup sometimes. Yeah. Like, she's like, my skin is not, like, it's always able to breathe, which yeah. I feel like it's, like, a key. I think, it, I, I really do think yeah. it is, and the only reason why I stopped wearing it really well I never really got that much into it yeah. but I went through this phase where I had like I was like oh I have yellow undertones I'm so warm toned I need this Bobby Brown foundation <laughs> stick and then I, I like figure out what your undertones are by the way I, to me it's by the jewelry that looks good on you so I'm a gold say more you never you will rarely catch me there are a few things that I have if I have some things that are white gold or silver that yeah. I got as gifts, yeah. then that is, I will wear those things and I'm, I'm happy to. But 99% of the time I wear gold jewelry and it just looks best on me. I, there are certain colors that I will not wear. This was this cobalt blue, these, these microphones. <laughs> I never was purple. You will never see me. I, lavender, maybe, Sorry, the but purple. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I remember like anytime we've ever, <laughs> I'm, so I'm psychotic. Every logo that I've ever had for a show that I worked on at Gimlet, yeah, they're like whenever they have a graphic designer who's like, "What, what are you? What are your preferences?" Yeah. And I'm just like, pretty much anything. No purple. Oh wow! And like I remember like fighting people and being I like, don't "I like just purple really either." I don't know why though, but yeah. I don't know what I don't know if gold or silver looks better on me. I just like switch between the two. Like I always wore silver, and now mm-hmm. like this is the first time I have gold because like I yeah, like gold. I think you actually it looks great. But I don't know. It looks great. I don't know you. if I'm like, cool but you might also tones. be neutral. You seem okay. like you could be really neutral. Yeah. 
When just people ask me, I'm like, I don't know what my undertones are. Yeah, I know. I know mine. Because like, there are certain colors I look at, I'm turned off, and I'm just like, Oof. also red. It's like a visceral. Sometimes it's a visceral reaction. Yeah, I yeah. typically don't, will not wear the color red really? outright just because, like. I think you would look good in red. I like might look good in red. Like well, burgundy red. is different. Ox blood is different. But, like, okay. r- like bright red. Yeah. It's just like I, I think because I have a lot of reddish undertones, it just mm. makes me look like bozo. So like actual red, yeah. So like whatever, that's like a whole yeah, yeah. drama of its own. But yeah, I, um, I used to. Then I lost my job, and I was like, maybe I was twenty five. I was twenty five. Lost my job. Lost my job, and then it was like. Guess we're not buying any more face makeup, and so then I was like, I guess I better get my skin under control, so I don't yeah. need to. And then I realized actually by never really putting it on. After from that point on, I think I want to say I bought. I I sometimes buy concealer, oh, wow. and I have like oh. a concealer that I kind of like. Nars discontinued this one that I had that I liked. They discontinued it, so I had to use another one. And it's fine. And it's like, I don't know. I'm like curious to see what Fenty Beauty has going on. Oh my gosh. But I checked out the whole collection. It's amazing. That's what I keep hearing. But you also don't. <laughs> here's the thing. Like you don't need foundation. But you like I, I, mean? I want to have like my, I like the under eye concealer yeah. whole thing or I mean, whatever but sometimes. Really dark circles. But like, yeah, I don't really wear, which is amazing because I never sleep in my life. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So yeah, in the morning time though is sunscreen, when I. Sunscreen, I hope. Sunscreen. Yeah. So morning time, it's pretty much the same thing. So I'll wash uh, once or twice a week. I'll use yeah. a Clarisonic brush. Um, because sometimes I'm like, you can't, I can't just chemically exfoliate. Well, actually, I probably could just chemically exfoliate. I actually followed my nighttime regimen like yeah. a human being. Yeah, I'm but, obsessed with exfoliating. I think exfoliating is probably like the biggest path, like the straightest path to good skin. Because some so. people don't exfoliate, and I'm like, and then you have to clear the debris. It's essential. I didn't get All a Clarisonic head for a while, and like my face was like, I was looking like, I was like, oh. Yeah. And sometimes the Clarisonic is too harsh for certain skin yeah. tones, but some way, whether it's like a scrub yeah. or even if it's a chemical thing like AHA, you have to. Yeah, you have to do something. Do something to clear off that dead skin. Yeah, so essential. I, um, yeah, so the morning, I pretty much do the same thing. I wash mm-hmm. either the, like, I use a different white washcloth every day. Okay. So I either oh, wash so, with so you that. wash it in between so yeah. it's not bacteria build up. Yeah, I'll explain who I got that from later, and I, what, okay. I want everyone to go to her website. She's this amazing, like, white British lady from Caroline Hirons. She's amazing. Say, no, I don't know. Oh, she's the best. I, Wait, you, what's her name? Caroline, I think it's Hirons or Hirons. It's okay. H-I-R-O-N-S. Caroline, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E. Okay. I'll put her site in the She's... Everything. Amazing. She okay. has the best cheat sheets. She's the shit. I love her. Really? So she, um, yeah, so she is the one who got me to start using, doing the whole like double cleansing, white washcloth mm-hmm. thing. So I use one wash, one white washcloth in the morning, whatever, wash my face, spritz it. Spritz it. Mm-hmm. Then I do, a lot of times, eye balm or whatever in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then serum, moisturizer, and then, um, and then sunscreen. But, um, there's some other stuff that I could use, but like, no, I just, to me, I'm like, it works, it's enough. As long as you're moisturized and you have sun protection, that's like all you need. Yeah, and like, to me, that's enough. And also, I don't do any chemical exfoliants during the day because I sh- they shouldn't be exposed no, to sunlight. No, of course, never. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty much the daytime. And then, like, if I'm going to put on makeup, which like, I literally <laughs> almost never do, just because like, if, if I must, yeah. then I will put on, like, I don't know, the other day, some people came and followed me and my, my co host around, like, for. A thing like a TV thing, oh, and so then fancy. I did have some makeup on. Did um, they do your makeup or? <laughs> no. you did. We're like podcast people. We're basically pod people. Yeah. To other media, so like yeah. that doesn't happen. But um, yeah. Okay, so we. I feel like we've touched on like some products you like. I do mm-hmm. want to ask like the products you like, but while we're on the subject, mm-hmm. what are the three beauty trends that you really do not like? Three beauty trends that I don't like. 
Or three beauty products or things you've done in the past that have just ended up disastrous. Oh, my God. Honestly, this is the one thing I want everybody to know. Yeah. Actually, I have two things that are really important. Yeah. Number one, people need to stop trusting people on YouTube with what they need to do with their own hair and their own makeup. Thank you. Their own skincare. Thank you. Continue, You Like, you should typically trust a professional. Find a professional that you trust. Trust Mm -hmm. a professional. Mm -hmm. Which is why I like Caroline so much. Uh, this British lady, Caroline Hirons, Hirons, whatever. Yeah. She is an esthetician, and she gives. She's really good at giving wide ranging advice. She's right. really good at like the whole like. Mm-hmm. In my experience, she's like yeah, she's she's like a facialist, right? Do you know right. what I mean? And there are a lot of girls who just like makeup and stuff, and they're giving advice on YouTube as if they're experts, and then people are following them. Yeah, and no, like, this isn't going to end well. I think that a lot of times it's good. I, I love YouTube as a tool for finding someone who has a similar skin tone or similar color. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. Similar eye shape, somebody yeah. who's, you know, people who have really good contouring mm-hmm, skills mm-hmm. or people who know how to, like, use a certain styling method that works for yep, them. Yep. I love that. Use yeah. it as a resource, but also know that they are experts at their faces exactly. and their skin tones exactly. and their hair. Exactly. Not yours. Exactly. And so you have to take yep. all that with a grain of salt yep. and stop people are like oh I just put coconut oil on my face and I'm like that's no, not a skincare product I know coconut oil I'm all for I love people using things it doesn't go on your things. face though no that's not what it's supposed to yeah. do I have I do sometimes use coconut oil as like the first cleanse before double cleanse but then it's immediately getting washed exactly. off exactly and you're doing hot water and it's like oil cleansing but you yeah you can't use coconut oil as like a moisturizer no it's not it's like not that's not how your skin can't breathe through no it, yeah. and like skin the only way for skin and hair to get moisture is through water, water exactly and it's and sealing that water. Exactly. And the oil oil can sometimes be a sealant, especially for hair. I find yeah. like every time after I wash my hair, take a little castor oil. I take yeah. a little bit of coconut oil and that's what goes yeah. on my ends and like yeah. the underneath and the yeah. edges and all I this love stuff. castor oil. Love it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I need a water-based moisturizer mm-hmm. on my skin and on my hair mm-hmm. to be able to make the whole thing work. <laughs> and I want people to understand that like skincare and hair care products exist Hair, you can be a little bit more flexible on, but skincare specifically, skincare products exist for your skin, and like, and like, sometimes chemicals are important. You know, sometimes yes. you need like, sometimes like, there's a reason why, um, there's a reason why, like, there's a product as opposed to just going and like taking something off of like a whole food shelf and yeah. putting it directly yeah. on your body. Everyone's free to do what they want, yeah. But like, I wish that people would sort of respect that. Like, it's not like. Yeah. All it's not like, you know, there's a difference between like products that have an inordinate amount of chemicals that they don't need. Yeah, which is horrible. Yeah. But I make a lot of my own products, but I also know where the line is and I know like what I cannot make. Yeah. I mean to me, I'm like, oh my God, I love when people are using body oil and making their own body butter. And like I love to deep condition my hair. Yeah. Out of a kitchen. And if I had one of those little ninja food processors that all the YouTube girls have to do their (laughs) hair, I'm sure Excuse me. I'm sure I'd be using, yeah, doing yeah, all sorts yeah. of shit with my hair yeah. that I don't do now. But like products are not necessarily the devil. Everything that comes out of the kitchen is not going to help you. Exactly. That's something I want people to understand. That's a great, great point. Um, another thing I want people to understand is you have to put money. Hair costs money. <laughs> Say more because I think that a lot of people like will go natural and be like, oh, I'm going to save so much money. And I'm no. like, on oh, what? No. I mean, look. Because... Hair you, costs if, if you're getting weaves, it's going to be very expensive. But if you have natural hair, you have to keep it up and like make sure it looks good all yeah. the time and moisture. Like it's hard. Yeah, yeah, and and like I am really or, lucky. Sorry, that. we should say to have healthy hair yes. costs money. Healthy hair costs exactly. money. Hair is free; it grows out of your head. <laughs> but healthy hair costs money. Like yeah. you want to make sure that like 
that you're putting the same yeah. to me it's like I understand everybody has different budgets I have existed on many a yes, different yes, budget yes, yes, yes. but like I'd say the best foundational thing that you can do the best foundational thing that you can do as far as like hair habits mm-hmm. is get find a, a hairstylist that you trust mm-hmm. and get a good haircut because yeah. like even if you're using product that's not the best or most expensive truth be told I have I just recently got like expensive shampoo because mm-hmm. I only wash my hair once a month mm-hmm. so I just recently got expensive yeah. shampoo my conditioner it'll last you all year <laughs> it literally it lasts me all year yeah. my conditioner um, is decent quality but it could be better but you can yeah. still buy it at Whole Foods and also I think you can like amp up decent conditioner with adding like coconut oil and castor oil yeah and shea butter so that it has more like moisturizing properties. Yeah, but like I, uh, my hair products though, I will never skimp on. Yeah, like I just like like the like because that's where my hair derives. Like the two biggest things, like I want my hair to be moisturized. I want my hair to be defined. Yeah, like beyond having a good haircut, mm-hmm. I want my hair to be moisturized and defined. Mm-hmm. So I use Camille Rose Naturals. Either they're twisting butter or they're love, like curling love butter those things. Products, they're yeah. so good. Yeah. I use that. And then I use Kinky Curly. Kinky uh, Curly, not cur- today. No, the, the curling custard. custard. Yeah. And then I put that so on my edges dry, and the though. ends. It takes a long time. I've dry. actually started putting less product in yeah. now. All of them magically. <laughs> when I stopped taking my hair, I'm like, oh, yeah. Is that, like my hair can dry. Yeah, maybe that's my, that's what I'm doing. I'm using too much. Yeah, I would def- I was using too much and also like spending too much money because I was yeah. using too much yeah. product. Probably I was probably using like 75 percent more product than I needed to <laughs> for about I four know, years. I know, I know. But you don't want your hair to be dry, so it's exactly. hard. So you're like, let me layer. Let me right. Exactly. Yeah. And you do wash and goes, which my like right now I have crochet braids in, but my whole natural life I've never been able to do wash and goes. Everybody's different. Wash and goes work for me, but my also yeah. my thing is is like find a professional that you trust to work with. Like on one hand. A lot of times, like there are things a professional doesn't know, the knows that you don't know. And, but on the other hand, nobody knows your hair. Like, like you, you do. You know your hair. Exactly. So it's like, you know, like definitely just like invest. Be like, be patient in learning the products that work for you. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when I say like invest in your hair, like I will spend, you know, like not tons of money. It's not like I'm going out mm-hmm. every time I get my hair cut, $300. Right. But like I will spend a certain amount of money to get my hair cut. Yeah. And I only get my hair cut th- every three months. Right. But and when your hair looks great, I feel like everything else kind of like works. Yeah. And and then your hair accepts product in the right way mm-hmm. and like the, the, the color works and all that sort of stuff. So like every three months I get my hair, it's only four times a year if you really yeah. break it down. Yeah. And then the products that I use, when I say like, oh, invest money in it, yeah. like the products I use are each $17. It's not like I'm out here yeah. using yeah. $90 product or right. anything like right. that. But um, I, I really, I've gone through the phases of just like, I'm like, oh, why is my hair breaking off? What am I doing wrong? Blah, blah, right, blah. And right. it's like, well, I'm using crappy product yeah. that has a bunch of like... Alcohols and really Alcohols harmful. will dry, yeah, and dry yeah. your hair out yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. some people have that super thick hair that and like, that can anything. withstand all that. Mm-mm, that's yeah. not me. So, yeah. Yeah. yes. I want people to invest, invest yes. in having healthy hair yes. as much as you can afford to. Yes. And also um, to like... Don't YouTube people don't they don't know everything. They don't know everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What are the three like products that you just like can't live without? Um, okay. So in beauty, general overall beauty products. Overall yeah. beauty products. I Camille Rose Naturals. Oh my oh, god. It's so good. Is it black owned? I hope so. I think so. Yeah. They're so. um I think so. They're uh their curling butters and twisting butters are so beyond perfect. They're so good. Do you know what? I, I looked at the ingredients and I think it's because there's aloe vera in it. Because aloe really? vera is like very good for like pH balancing in the hair. I had no idea. Yeah. I wish I knew. I like, I have no patience for any sort of hair <laughs> science. I'm always just like, is it working? But yes. 
their products are lovely. They're great. And um, yeah, they have like brought me, they've kept me together for years <laughs> if they change the formulation. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be coming in Isn't there on some John Q crying change. and locking their doors. <laughs> I am. Their I am. Doors. But it's devastating when like the products you love change the, you're like, what is this? It doesn't work for me all of a sudden. Um, there's a product that Garnier Nutrice made 10 years ago. Yeah. That was like a curly hair product. And yeah. they discontinued it. Yeah. I mean, it used to cost like $6 yeah. for like a big like squeeze bottle yeah. of it. When they when they it's changed the form, this yeah. continued it. It ruined my life. Yeah, I know. It's like yeah, yeah. It was like the best cheap alternative to yeah. the Aveda, like the eighteen dollar Aveda, Aveda product, which yeah. was very slim and like only lasted mm-hmm. so long. Um, so uh, yeah, when like you never for you know what I mean, you never yeah, forgive somebody when they change the formula. Exactly. They discontinue. Exactly. Any other Holy them. Grail product? Um, I am all about. I love a night cream, obviously, as yes. I mentioned. But uh, something that I really love, to me, uh, serum, I think, is like, to me, it's like, yes. when I first started taking birth control, when I was maybe 23, mm-hmm. 22, 23, mm-hmm. um, my skin went haywire. And one really? of my dearest friends, who's a delight, I love her, her name's Ashley Rosenberg, she's wonderful. Um, my friend Ashley, she was just like, you need to start. She's the person who was like, you need to focus on skincare because like yeah. it's the only thing that will help you. Like I understand yeah. what you're going through; it's hormonal, yeah. it's crazy, but like you need yeah. like just lean yeah. on this routine. Yeah, and she's the one who got me into Carez. Um, but the serum is the thing where I immediately was just like, Whoa. wow! Game I was changer. like, what? Yeah. People have been using this like this is crazy. Yeah. And um, I would say that they're I like Drunk Elephant Vitamin C Serum, Ooh, but that's like ninety dollars. Oh, Drunk Elephant everything I really like actually. But okay. it's like, and I actually really like the smell. It's kind of burnt, but it's that's what I'm, I was smelling something the other day, and I was like, what is it? Burnt <laughs> elephant smell. I mean, it's the Drunk Elephant smell. <laughs> drunk Elephant Serum is pretty good. I would say though, value wise, you can get really similar results with a better actually slip, like Ole Henriksen Vitamin C Truth Serum. Mm. It just feels like what you, when you yes. think serum, it's like, yes. this is what yes. serum yes. feels yes. like. Yes, yes, And vitamin C is so good for your skin. And it is. Well, like vibrancy and brightness, yeah. yeah. It is. Oh okay. my gosh, see, now I need to buy some. I actually need to re-up. I know. Now you're I like know. making me, I'm I know. Here Here's the thing. I have like a beauty budget. Like I have like a set amount of money that I spend on beauty. I need to do that. Care, I need to do that. Business. So then I don't feel guilty. And then I know, okay, finish all of the products that you have before you buy, like, Knowing how much I'm spending towards beauty each month is actually very helpful. And I, I actually up the budget in the like fall winter months because I'm like, I'm gonna need to You spend need more. it. Oh my god, I can already feel it. My face is already like, girl. I'm between moving, being around constant dust because I haven't been able to unpack everything. Yeah. The season's changing, so yeah. I have all these histamines attacking me. Personally, I know. Physically, spiritually. Yeah. And then just like the grime of the city, I need I to re-up my products. My face is like, girl, I know. can I you know. please I focus? Know. My challenge is finishing the products that I have before I buy new ones. That's really? Like, that's like the new thing that I hold myself to. Because I'm like, I can't have a bunch of half-open crap and then yeah, no, no, no. That just, go out and buy them. So I'm like, let me finish what I have and then... That's really smart. Yeah, I'm all about, I'm like anal, so I'm like, I have to finish the things. That's good. I I like to only have, I actually am pretty sparse as far as like my daily routine and like the products and where they all are. Like they all fit into like a pretty good space. So I'm like, yeah, that's my whole, yeah. But yeah, definitely, I love serum. Serum to me is like, mm. everything. Yes. And what do you do for fragrance? Did I, did I touch on a sensitive subject? I actually was raised to be super into fragrance. Okay. And, like, I remember being, like, you know, a young woman of, like, 14, 15 and getting, yeah. like, my first bottle of, like, Terry Mugler. 
that's, um, that's Angel. Really, wait, like that's that really was, fancy for a fourteen-year-old. I don't know how I. I don't know how I got this. <laughs> I have a memory of like buying it on a cruise ship or something like oh that. Oh my god, that's but. Now I, it's funny because like I smelled it on an adult recently, and I was like, "Oh my god, this smells like fourteen-year-old nasty." Me. I'm like, "Why was I walking around smelling this like 14, 15? That's too grown." But um, I have all these different scents that like really. My parents like they love giving they love giving perfume as a okay. gift. Yeah, like every Christmas, it's like everyone knows they're going to get perfume. Okay, I the last scent that I really connected to as an adult that I purchased yeah. was Balenciaga's first scent. Ooh, I don't know that one. It was really good. It was like really like, it just smelled kind of like clean and a little yeah. bit grown up and very much like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the scent that I've always wanted that I never bought that I probably just should buy is Jazz Club by Margiela. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I, I know a lot of men wear, but it smells oh, I love, amazing yeah, on me. Yeah. It smells amazing yeah. on me. And I love dual sex fragrances. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I hate like floral, like when I smell Chanel Number no. 5, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm just like. I like, it's like, it reminds me of like a, like a grandma? grandma? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I smell like yeah. that. But you know what I do, and I've like learned this after a few times of buying really expensive fragrances that I didn't end up wearing. I will shamelessly go into Bergdorf's, Barney's, whatever, and just ask for a sample. Yes. And even sometimes I say, "Oh, we don't have one." I'll say, "Oh, I have one." Like I'll come with a little like travel fragrance no, you thing. Don't. <laughs> no, I do because because and I and I and I and I communicate to the salesperson. Listen, I bought fragrances before. I love them in the shop, and then you wear them, and you're like, oh, it's so cloying. It's yeah. like really sweet. I have a headache. You know when fragrances give you a headache? Yeah. But it's, they're expensive, and you can't return it once you've opened it. So I'll say like, I really just need to wear it. I will come back and purchase it from you. You know, like yeah, yeah, create yeah, that yeah. relationship, and they're usually pretty understanding because they're usually like that fragrance people. Um, but like Tom Ford, like all of them, they usually have samples. <gasps> oh, I do like. I do like a lot of the Tom. I Ford. love the Tom. They're so complex. They're so like complex and like, they're like evil. very I like love sensual. Them. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I love the Tom Ford fragrances, but every Tom Ford fragrance I've had, I've had like a sample that I've used consistently for a week before I purchased it, which has been a game changer because you get to you know. Yeah, no, they they unfold over time. They unfold so over over last. the day. Yeah, you can't just try a fragrance in a department store and buy it. I don't think. No. So you should just get lots of Jazz Club samples, and then I also their websites like LuckyScent.com. You can order. Sample sizes for like Shut. ten dollars. Wait, what? Are you, what is it? Lucky, Lucky scent. Lucky scent. I'm yeah. gonna do that. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I need to find a new scent. I'm like in a new phase of my life now. I've been saying that for like too long. Everyone's <laughs> like, isn't this the same phase? But I'm like in a new phase of my life now. It's like I'm cohabitating. My yeah. job. I finally only have one job. I don't yeah. want to. I'm not like actively looking for a new job. Yeah. I'm like trying to feel like a grown woman who's like on her shit. I'm like, what is my scent? Like, what is my look? Exactly. And I'm just like, I could so use that. Yeah. Well, okay. This is my last question that I'm gonna ask you. I ask all of my guests. When do you feel most beautiful? Mm. It's been so long since I've had this precise moment. Well, I have two answers. Okay. So I have like the answer, which is like the anytime answer, which is like anytime I get to, when I feel like I'm having a real moment of connection with somebody where mm. I'm really like, they really understand mm-hmm. me and I'm really being seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes that happens when I'm interviewing someone at work. Yeah. A lot of the time it happens with my boyfriend. He's so wonderful. Aww. And I just feel like I'm like, you know, he looks at me and we're just talking. So he's cute. listening and he's so great. Um, sometimes when I'm talking to, you know, a lot of times I'm talking to a close friend or family member. Yeah. It's like that genuine, like, we're, I'm yes. present and I'm here and you're with me and I know that you yeah. love me and appreciate me yeah. type of thing. Or like, I know that like you're feeling the genuine connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the material answer, which is, I used to do this thing on a Friday night 
when I was in like my, when I was like super single and like working on myself, definition of working on myself, <laughs> hashtag working yeah, on myself. Got it. Every Friday night, I would come home, cook dinner, then I would um, draw a bath and I would, I would, before I would put on a bentonite clay mask in the bathtub. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite on, type of mask. I love bentonite clay masks. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. I love them, they're great. So I put on a bentonite clay mask and then I would put like a bunch of like oil in my hair. Yeah. Then I would sit in the bath and read, maybe drink wine, but probably have tea or something like that. Sit Cute. in the bath and read, listen to music from my iPad. This is how you know this is why yeah. I go. And then afterward, I would like wash my hair, condition it, twist it, and then like yeah. wash oh. my, do the whole I'm, thing. Like, feeling beautiful, like listening. Right. To and then like, I would yeah. just like, you know, slather on all of the creams. Yes, exactly. Drink like a gallon of water exactly. and watch like PBS. In my bed. Oh my god! And then go to I bed at it. like ten, and that it. it's I get so. It. I get it. That for some reason, that to me, just like it's like yeah, I get it. Yeah, there are like certain. There's a couple of grooming things. If, if my eyebrows are done, yeah. waxing is done. If like by magic, like by God's will, I've shaped the top half of my legs. Yeah, and then yeah, and then like I am completely like showered. Yes. Exfoliated. Yes, yes. Like yes. conditioned. Yes. I literally in my bed in like my bathroom yes. and do rag in the bed. Yes, but your legs feel so nice against the sheets. Yes. And like, yes. Yeah, then like, I'm honestly like I am sure that like my boyfriend looks at me and is like, you look so <laughs> regular. Like but you you're like inside how right. I feel yeah. I'm like inside though, but like yeah. in my spirit. In my like spirit, the yeah. Epsom salt and the coconut yes, oil yes. and like the chemical yes, exfoliant yes, and yes. like everything I know, together I know. And like that to me like yeah. that's when, when I talk I'm like reclaiming my, like Friday night I told my boy I was, I was like Friday yeah. Saturday I'm reclaiming my time yeah. like just this is I don't know what your plans are <laughs> but do you do you, do you? Uh, yeah. this is what I'm gonna be doing yeah but yeah that is like that that to me oh is God. like I just because that's when I feel at peace mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at one with my body yes. I feel relaxed yes. Yes. and I feel like that's like those are the things that make people seem beautiful exactly I really relate to that yeah, that's probably the answer that I relate to most. Like, yeah, because you're just like, I'm giving myself what I need yeah. to feel beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. There are my silly okay. twists and I have my hair tied down. <laughs> it's so real. And I'm oh hydrated and that's, Amazing. that's everything. Okay. Well, cheers to, cheers oh my cheers God, to that. that. I don't cheers have no wine. That's so sad. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You'll have to come back and we can like continue talking. Oh my God. About. Yeah. No, when I get my life together. <laughs> Your life is together. No. Everyone keeps telling me that. I'm like, that. stop lying. Okay. My life is together. I'm going to come back and I'm going to blow you away. Okay. All right. Your life is pretty together. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'll put everything, all of the gems per show and everything all in the show notes. Um, All right. Thanks. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.